The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. We love our families and every now and again we want to spoil them. But the fact of the matter is living expenses are up and we all have less disposable income. Today, we are going to talk about spoiling your family on a low budget. So, Justin, I know you have a lot of ideas on this and you have also spoken about this a lot on our various different channels. How do you spoil your family with little or no budget? Well, I actually think that's the ultimate indulgence. I mean, I've been talking about this for years. I think the biggest gift you can give your family is time. And I think we live in a generation where money is almost like a band-aid for time. People give their families money and things as a replacement for time. And I think that is the problem in society right now. I think that is the problem in families right now. Instead of spending time with our kids, we give them an Xbox or a PlayStation. Instead of giving our, our kids love, affection, and time, we put them in front of a big screen TV with Peppa Pig. And I think that's the problem. We should be investing more time into our families. We should be giving of ourselves to our partners. You know, Instead, we focus on buying them expensive jewelry or the latest and greatest gadget. Those are not the things that make people happy. Those are certainly benefits of money. There's no question about it. And, you know, this is funny because I'm a money guy and I talk about money every single day of my life. And I've been involved in commerce and business and investing for 25 years. But when it comes to this specific subject, people think I've gone off the radar because I say that when it comes to family, money's the thing that you don't need. Well, there's a very simple example, you know. I mean, just go and look at your children. So you and I both have two children under the age of four, you know. What I've noticed is if you give them a new toy, they love it for like 10 minutes or half an hour. They'll play with it for a bit. But then eventually it becomes old news and it just ends up back in the room somewhere, you know. But if you actually spend like real, real time with your kid, if you actually play around with them, that kid is attached to you like all day long after that. And you can see the smile on your kid's face is just completely different from a smile of a new toy. It's like a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. I'm, you still know? On, my, I, I, I'm on my first one. It, it's like, it stays it, it's exactly the same as a new wife, right? <laughs> you know, everything's great for that first honeymoon period. And then all of a sudden, you know, we start paying less attention and we and we start trying to let money do the work. And that's exactly the point. You have to put in time and effort. Family is a different thing. And, you know, I was recently on a, on a podcast with somebody else and we were talking about this exact thing about raising kids and money. And we're, and we're talking about the importance of raising kids around a value system rather than raising kids around just purely money. And how the value system is 10 times more important than access to money and how the value system of money is more important than money. And so the point is simply this, what you give your kids in terms of time is going to be infinitely more valuable than what you can give your your kids in terms of money. I know many families who give their kids lots of money. They've got access to, you know, the best shoes, the best clothes, the best schools, but they've got no love. I know kids who've got access to every conceivable toy they've got every playstation game they've got but they've got no love you can generally see it there's no close like um, relationship within the company no close ties you know 100 percent. and you know let me tell you something there's something to be said for taking a simple fishing rod and taking your boy 
down to the stream and sitting there for an afternoon with him and listening to his hopes and dreams and ambitions. There's something to be said for walking, you know, whether it's along a beach or, you know, just going for a stroll with your daughter and listening to her concerns about the world and having a conversation with him. That is is more valuable than any amount of money or thing that you could give them. And so, you know, when people say, how do you spoil your kids on a low budget? Well, you're asking the wrong question. I don't care if you've got a big budget or a low budget or what your budget is, you're asking the wrong question. The question isn't, how do you spoil your children with money? The question is, how do you enrich your children's lives without money? Because that's the real question. So let's get to a few practical examples here. What can people do to spoil their families? Let's assume a person um, grew up with a family that just gave their money the whole time. You know, that person doesn't understand what you're talking about right now. So imagine you're speaking to that person. What kind of examples can you give him to spend time with his family without actually just just throwing money at it? Well, first of all, put down the electronics, put down the phones, put, you know, switch the TVs off. The phone is the biggest evil. You know, your kids want your time more than they want anything. And when you blink and open your eyes, your kids are going to be grown up and they're going to be gone. And you're going to live with regret that you didn't spend more time with those kids. Whether you have a concern over how you influence them or not is an entirely different discussion, but you're going to have regret that you didn't spend more time with them. Just take the time to stand still and live in their world for a little bit. Whether it is when they're really small, playing with them with a little bit of Lego on the floor, whether it is playing with some sticks in the sand, whether it is looking up at the sky and imagining things in the clouds, doesn't matter what it is, Dave. it's spending time. It's time, it's time, it's time. Spend time with them. There is nothing more precious than spending time in the imagination of a child. And you cannot explain that to people unless they actually go out and do that themselves. You know, it's only when you actually physically do that where you see the difference. 100%. Then the other thing I would say is, you know, obviously when it comes to things like birthdays and Christmas and all these sorts of things, people tend to be like, well, I can't buy the things I want to buy my kids. Right, And so that's where this emotional thing of money comes in. And I always go back to don't buy your kids stuff. Give your kids experiences. I had to become really wealthy to understand this. I got to a point in my life where I realized money can't buy me the stuff that I want. I had to get to a point where I had every conceivable car that I ever dreamed of to realize that none of them made me happy. I had to get to a point in my life where I bought the biggest houses possible to realize that the bigger the house, the emptier I felt. I had to get to a point in my life where I realized the bigger my bank account, the lonelier I felt. Well, I think this is where you need to tell that Mexican fisherman story. So I, I think that sums it up pretty well. It's a really good parable. You know, it's a story about the, this uh, American big businessman who comes down to Mexico and he meets this Mexican fisherman and uh, he basically says to him, uh, what are you doing today? And the, and the Mexican fisherman says, no, I'm going out to my boat and I'm, I'm going to go catch some fish and I'm going to come back and I'm going to take some of my fish and I'm going to cook it for the wife and the family. I'll take one or two to the market, sell some fish, and I'm going to then have a siesta and go dance the night away with my, with my wife. The American businessman says to him, well, you know, why don't you catch some more fish and sell some more fish and buy a bigger boat? And once you buy a bigger boat, you can catch more fish and then you can get more boats and get lots more boats. And eventually I'll show you how to buy a factory and you can buy a factory and you can process lots of fish. And then, you know, you can have a whole factory here with lots of people bringing fish and you can sell lots of fish and you can have a huge business. And the Mexican guy says, that sounds good, but uh, what's the point of all of that? So one day you can come down to a little Mexican village like this and you can retire and you can go catch one or two fish during the day and you can 
go cook the fish in the evening and go and dance the night away with your wife in the evening. And that's exactly the point, right? We're all chasing this endless dream when actually the dream is right in front of us. Just do the thing that makes you happy right now. I was actually listening to an interview the other day with Mark Zuckerberg and it was actually, it was fascinating. This guy asked him, if you died today, what would you look back at and um, what would you want to know? And he said, all I want to know is, is Priscilla and my, uh, and my kids fine? He didn't care about Meta. He didn't care about all the billions he made. Exactly. Everything he's got here, the Metaverse, all that crap. He yep. simply wanted to know if his wife and his children will be okay without him. That's all he wanted to know. And that's what it really comes down to. And, you know, I think I've been blessed in my life with, with huge adversity. And that adversity has made me look down a path where I've realized I've only got so much time in this world. And so I think very carefully about how I allocate time. And allocating time to my family is really important. So I make a very conscientious decision every day to stop and spend time with my family. It's super important. Now, I don't do it in the conventional method like a lot of people, but I make sure I stop and I enter my kid's world. I make sure I stop and I enter my wife's world. And it may not be for the entirety of the day, but when I do, I immerse myself in their time. And that's the greatest gift you can give. And it shows. It shows in their, in yeah, their even time. If, even if it's only five minutes, you know, or 10 minutes. But quality time is different from just time From quantity there. time. Yes, quantity, yes. And, you know, I think this is, this is what so many of us struggle with in, in terms of the way the world is structured today. You know, we walk into a shopping center and we, and we are distracted by the commercialism of the world. We're distracted by all the shiny toy shops and we're distracted by the jewelry shops and we're distracted by all the things that we can buy each other. But it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about the time we're ultimately going to spend together. So let's discuss more practical things. You and I both love the beach. We both surf. So that's one of the things. I know I don't stay at the beach anymore, but I know you still love to go for walks um, down the beach and spend time on the beach with your children, right? Well, I mean, I recently wrote an article for a, a magazine here down on the north coast of KZN talking about one of the benefits of living on the on the north coast of the KZN. And I think this is probably applicable for many places in South Africa because we've got a beautiful country. We have access to a lot of free stuff that doesn't cost any money that all you have to do is get up off your couch and get out into nature, right? And even if you live in a relatively built up city, nature is within relatively easy access. Hiking, walking, swimming, just sports in general, getting outdoors with your family, a picnic, whatever it is. There is so much available to do for free that costs you nothing. All it costs you is the willingness to get off your couch, get outside and go and breathe in some fresh air. And you don't have to spend a fortune as a family together to do things. We are really lucky because we live at the beach and I spend seven days a week at the beach because we love it. Well, I do the same thing. I just go for a walk with with my family. You know, we'll take the dogs and we'll take the children and go for a walk. And but the thing is, you will as soon as you mention going for a walk, if that kid <laughs> is like in front of the TV watching yep. their favorite show, they will get up because to them it's like the their favorite part of the day. You know, and I think many people don't realize that they're just so comfortable of performing their daily habits. You know, go sit in front of the TV or do this or do that. They don't realize that what a kid actually just wants is the time with you. I mean, we take our kids to skateboarding. We take our kids to ride bikes in the park. You know, the oldest is now into rollerblading. There's always something on the go. But the point I'm trying to make is the shopping mall is the last place we go. Yes, it's not It's not really quality time. It's, also, it's, it's just a frustration, actually, with kids. And a lot of parents feel guilty because they can't provide the shopping mall life to their kids. And I would say 
you shouldn't feel guilty. You should actually be proud of the fact that you have an opportunity to raise your kids differently. And so money, money isn't the problem. Time is the problem. You need to make more time. Don't worry about making more money. Worry about making more time. The reason why I've always focused on making money is to make more money so I have more time <laughs> so that I can give that to my family. No, exactly. So I've got this thing. My wife grew up on a farm in, in Namibia, as you know. And um, if you ask like any normal kid, they will generally not remember their toys from childhood, yeah. you know. But if you ask my wife about childhood, she can sit for days and tell you about all the experiences they had, you know, because they had little, but they had to make their own toys. There wasn't there, there wasn't money to go buy toys, but yeah. they remembered. And for them, it was more valuable than a toy that was bought. Yeah, and I think so, you know, the final thing I want to leave people with when it comes to boiling your family, whether you have money or don't have money, it is about passing on values. It is about passing on values beyond money. And whether you have money or don't have money, you have to ask yourself the question, how do you want to be remembered? What is the legacy you want to leave with your children? And more importantly, what are the values that you want your kids to live by? So that brings us to the final episode of the Money Podcast for Season 4. If you enjoyed this content, please remember to go to globalmoneyacademy.com where you can get access to all of our courses absolutely free of charge. We have got courses teaching you how to start businesses, how to save money, and then how to invest as well. So simply go to globalmoneyacademy.com and we will see you again in Season number 5. You've been listening to the Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, Please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app and be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.